I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity, do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up loud. Give me your electricity. Welcome back to the bar. Apparently, Christmas edition. Kelly's sitting in front. Yes, I'm having Christmas this week. No, I'm actually not in my bedroom because um, Brooke and her boyfriend are here and her boyfriend is working also and he's in my room. So I am out here and I might might echo a little bit, but... No, you sound good. But we, uh, I I actually like the background. It's so different to see you somewhere else, but it's funny (laughs) because I think this episode comes out around Valentine's Day. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and I have my Christmas tree up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, it's not even close to Valentine's Day yet. Is it? Isn't no. it? Well, by the time it's it's like... away. Yeah, but we're a couple weeks ahead. I know, but I'm saying that's why my tree's up. It's not oh. like I'm filming it in, at Valentine's Day. Gro- got got it got it but right. wait your tree is the cutest thing ever because it's <laughs> um it's if for those of you who are watching you can obviously see but those of you who aren't it's like the girl that has the dress that's like the bottom of the tree is the dress so the presents look really pretty it's like she's wearing a ball gown but please tell them what's on top of your tree uh, there is a brooke came in and it's a headless person which and sounds came, crazy but it's very cute yeah but Brooke came in and said that she I needed an angel for on top of my tree and she like went in the other room and printed a picture of herself and put it on the top so Brooke is the angel on the top of my tree I have something to say about Brooke being the uh angel on the top of that tree but I do Brooke is not an angel I know, I know. Brooke is not an angel. Yeah. I know better, Brooke. I know better. I do. She's going to pop in. She's at the gym. So she's going to pop in and say hi to everybody when she comes oh, back. I'm so excited. I really want her to be on an episode. I fucking love Brooke. I really, everybody loves Brooke, but she's um, crazy. I just, I appreciate Brooke so much as a grown up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. she's a funny she's not a baby anymore. No, she's not a baby, but She'll- also she's very cool and like, Everybody yeah. loves her. She's funny. Uh, she's just got a good energy. She's got a good vibe, which is so irritating that they always showed her being such so a mean. Bitch. Yeah, I know. Cause she's, she's not so like not like that. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. They sh- I don't think they showed any of them the way they really are. No, I always, even us, like I meet people, like I, I made friends with some people down here and they're like, Oh, you are so different than they showed you on the show. I'm like, you no think? and meanwhile, you know, this, I would sooner fucking die than have like a confrontation with somebody. Yeah. yeah. I am not confrontational. I'm always like, um, excuse me. I'm sorry, but, um, can I pay you more for this? Even though you screwed it up? Like, I just yeah. don't fight. And yep. when I see myself on that show, I'm like, who is that crazy bitch? Yep. I don't operate that way at all. 
But anyway, all right. Well, we have a, I don't, I don't know if this is a fun episode, but we have an episode to get into. But before we do that, we obviously need to thank our Patreons because if we don't thank them every episode, well, we're never going to get through them. Exactly. And these are all people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribe to our exclusive Patreon community, which it's such a fun vibe over there. I, I really love Patreon because everybody is like cool and their their questions are always thoughtful and their comments are hilarious and they get more Christine Kelly. I mean, what could be better? <laughs> um, but let's thank uh, Chris, Madison, Abs, Maddie. Oh, wait, Madison, Abs and Maddie. That's kind of wild right in a row, right? Emma, Brooklyn, Liz, Anna, Riley, Jenna, Lily, Kennedy, Gretchen, Honor, Elizabeth, Grace, Sarah, Paula, Ashley, Amaya, Evelyn, Maria, Sammy, Allison, Jem, Alina, Elizabeth, Vanessa, Violet, Ashley, Alyssa, Taylor, Olivia, Madison, Matt, Valerie, Kirsten, Jillian, Maisie, Kaylin, Charlie, Melissa, Andrea, Stephanie, Stephanie, Maya, Anna, Hunter, Elsha, Elsha, yes, Elsha, Katie, Orla, Chloe, Maya, Lisa, Ilana, Chris, Kara, Eliza, Jasmine, Tatum, Sarah, Meg, Katie, Ashley, Alyssa, Kaylee, Megs, Olivia, Katie, Lindsay, Hannah, Nav, Brooke, Julia, Brianna, Nikki, Miranda, Ellen, Tony, Joni, Jaslyn, Catherine, Lex, Jennifer, Victoria, Claire, Danica, Ellie, Jamie, McKenna, Courtney, Nicole, Caitlin, Rachel, Morgan, Sarah, Vicki, Mary Claire, Maddie, and Kelly. Um, oh, Kelly, we ended with the best. We ended with the Kelly. <laughs> They're like never ending. Never ending. Um, <sighs> thank you guys. We appreciate all of your love. And yes. Care. Oh, I hear somebody coming in. Is it Brookie? <laughs> he should be. Hello, Brookie. Hello. Look at you. You look nice. Say hi to everybody. Hi to me. Well, hi, Morgan. Hello, hi, Christy. Hi, Christmas hey, Angel. Here, oh, here. Wait. She- Hello? Hello, Christmas Angel. Hello. Oh, yeah. You see my head up there? I should. I am dead that you put yourself on that tree. Although I'm not surprised in the least. I need to show the other children in this family who's boss. Me. As if there was ever a question, bro. Right now. now. You've been the queen since day one. (laughs) (laughs) So when are you going to come on and do a recap with us? Well, I um, just made a TikTok about your podcast this morning. And everyone's like, when are you going to be on it? When are you going to be on it? Yeah. Pick it she up. Yeah. Well, no, we can do it whenever. Yeah. Pick I wanted it up to do it while she was on vacation. I was going to ask her oh. to do it today, but she's on vacation. She doesn't want to be working. Yeah, I agree. So Girl, pick an episode. Just on Zoom. Yeah. yeah just pick for a virtual happy hour. Yeah. Right although there. we have to talk about what we're drinking. Um, yeah. Pick an episode. Come on. Chloe's, Chloe said, I'll do nationals when I win. And that's about it. What episode are we at? I I did the homework with my mom this morning or yesterday and we watched the OMG moments. I saw that. And uh, did you like that? I sent you the meme of you picking your teeth. Yes. And I sent back your daughter in a meat suit. Meat suit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I want to know 
Who put the piece, the vagina shaped piece of meat right over her? I, I have that on my notes. Like Who the, did that? The triangle right where like, it's just like in an inappropriate spot. Yeah. Sure. She was nine. Get out of here. Um, we are. I don't know on... what episode I'm going to do my homework and figure out what episode I want to be on. Okay. We are now on next week. We'll do the first episode of season two. So I think it's season 14. Or it's episode 14. Is season three when I cheer? No. Yeah, no. But you know what, Christy? If you watch at the end of this one, they show you stamping out her. I uh-huh. saw that. Her yeah. Remember, yeah. we thought they didn't show that. Mm-hmm. That no, you cheered in season two, Brooke. So, or one, and I think part of two. What well, had to be two because we're stomping out our pom-poms. True, true, true. So, I don't know. Read the synopsis. Pick one that you like. Right, yes, I'll do my homework. Okay. Can, can love you y'all. love y'all? Bye, Brookie. Have fun Bye. in Florida. Thank you. I'm proud of her. She went to the gym on vacation. I know she goes every day. Wow. Not me. She goes to the gym and she does work. I'm like, what kind of vacation is this? I go to Bourbon Street every day. That's part there of my There you work. go. Yeah. What did <laughs> I tell you on the after show what I did on Bourbon Street yesterday? You're going to die. Oh, God. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I want to know. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. So we're doing episode, uh, season two episode. It's not really even an episode number. It's Abby's most OMG moments. And they actually aired this, I believe the same night that they aired the premiere. So they like showed the first and then they showed right after episode. Yeah. You know, I was watching this with Brooke and and she was like, these are like not even like OMG moments. No, it's kind of boring. I thought like, I don't yes. know the moments they picked. I don't know. It they just were boring. Very well, exciting. Because you had look, and I will never be sad that they don't show this, but they showed Abby and I getting in the fight in the hallway about Chloe's headband falling down and they had us in the bar. So it's obviously from season one, but they did not show my fight how many times has my daughter beat your daughter? And I think that was an OMG moment. Yeah. But they didn't show yeah, that. I, they, they showed the stupid stuff. You know, I almost wonder if Abby had a say in what they showed or picked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I what I noticed, which I'm sure we will talk about. And this actually, I remember when this episode aired, it pissed me off because it gave her an opportunity to say like, to say really things that when shitty, we couldn't respond, like, yep. Yep. Back really ourselves up, yeah. stuff. I agree. And she I goes, agree. she goes low on you and I, I know as always, always, but we, but we can't, but see that now we're getting the chance to say what we wanted to say. So I think it is one thing good about this podcast is we can say what we were thinking or what was really happening. Exactly. Uh, I do love, this is a little fun fact. This episode had the second lowest number of views for the season. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I That just popped up in like one of those Wikipedia things. I mean, yeah. I don't know. So that just goes to show maybe people weren't tuning in for Abby. Maybe they liked our girls and maybe, yeah, maybe. who knows? Maybe. So before we do that, what are you drinking? I'm boring today. Since it's so early, I'm having coffee with amaretto. Mm, I'm having tea with amaretto. Ew, I never had tea with amaretto. It's not Is the it best. Is it any good? 
No, it's not the best, but it's a chai tea. So it has like a flavor to it. So yeah. it's not too bad. Yeah. I actually got these little bottles of amaretto from Diane because she gets oh. them from, she's a flight attendant. Yeah. So she gave me them and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have one of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's funny. Yeah. Like you open up her liquor cabinet. I'm like, and there's all them little bottles. I know. I'm like, you need to send them to me. <laughs> Exactly. You can put those all kinds of places, like how you keep a lip gloss in all your bags. You yeah, there you go. Keep a little well, she only off. gave me two. Oh, you must not so. be a very good friend. I know. Two. That's stingy. Why is she yeah. being stingy? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's boring. All right. So we open with Abby telling us that this last dance season has been outrageous and we're counting down to the number number one most outrageous moments from this past dance season. So get ready because these moms are out of control. Oh, yes. We're so out of control. (laughs) Okay. I watched the after things, you know, them little clips after and I'm thinking I get way worse this next Part B of season two. You were crazy this first season and the first half of season two. And then I start becoming psycho next. I don't even know if it's psycho as much as you just kind of go off the deep end. Yeah. You like literally go off the deep end. Yes. All right. So as Abby's saying that they do show a clip of all of us, um, except for Holly. So maybe Holly's not the OMG moment, but anyway, so we start backwards at number 20 and number 20 is the, um, the, it's part of the return of the candy apples. And this is when we all wear red and the girls do the dance with the rat and the snoot just for everyone's like point of reference. So they show candy apple, like warming up in the hallway, Abby's telling them us or the girls to get their game faces on. And uh, I do no love- running and hugging and kissing anybody. Yeah. You know, as if we need to forbid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. God forbid. No, no, like good sportsmanship exactly. or good exactly. with people. And the kids like the candy apple kids. I know. I know. They, but- they like those kids. Yeah. So yeah, they're not allowed to be friends with their friends. But I do love when Kathy says, <laughs> this is actually funny. About Abby the curler. On abs, we have real ones. Yeah. But I love when she calls her out on the curler. Oh my God. Yes. And yeah. Abby's like, nobody would tell her. I'm like, who the hell would tell you? You want to, I love her being humiliated. Me too. And, um, and she's like, like, oh my God. And meanwhile, if anyone had told her about that curler, she would have acted like they were rude and disrespectful. Yeah. And she would have been like, you know, I want it there, but you know, I need my bang curled. I have to have a sausage. Like that's Uh the look. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then Abby in her narration, and, and again, this is exactly what I'm saying is she gets to say all this really shitty stuff about everyone and nobody can rebut. So she tells us we all have enemies in the dance world And with soliciting students lying about ages and copying my music, Kathy has been one of mine. And I go back to, I think it's really garbage that Abby gets to say like stuff about Kathy being like a sneaky business person. That's going to hurt her. Because exactly. That's her business. And Kathy didn't do that. I mean, how would Kathy know what your music was? Unless the producers told her. So it and wasn't Kathy about- stealing the music. It was the producers telling her, this is the music you have to use. Yeah. And Just like they told us what music to use. 
Yeah, exactly. But it and makes Kathy look like a bad businesswoman, just like it, it makes, makes us-, us look like a drunk or a psycho. <laughs> right. But uh, there she goes. She gets to say that. So then number 19 is from the episode, No One Likes a Bully. And this is when Brooke um, goes off. She just asked about cheerleading. She goes off to the cheerleading. Was it? Comp- no, she's trying out for cheerleading. We have She's trying out for cheerleading. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when the girls come out in those like Britney Spears plaid skirts with the shirts tied. With, with, with the, the fishnets. fishnets with the holes in them. And uh, Jill is wearing fur. So if you'd like to have a little sip, go ahead. It's early in the morning, but you know, fur, fur. And I call them prostitutes, the sequel. That was probably a pickup because I didn't even think these costumes were bad. I I didn't think they were either. I don't know why everybody was making such a big deal about them. And I have standards for things that I consider prostitutes. I think it was, Leslie was the one that made the biggest deal about it. I think Leslie just, I mean, it was her, she's new to the show. I think she just wanted to have. Oh, moments. Conflict. Do you know what I mean? Because she knew that's what the producers liked. Yeah. I mean, really there was nothing. I've seen Peyton in way worse costumes than that. Oh my God. But I will say this. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was funny when Abby's like, I want Peyton to be trashy, mean, bad girl. That's up to no good at Catholic school. And then Leslie says that bullies and bad girls are different from trashy. Trashy means sleazy and slutty. And she's portraying a bully, not some sleaze in a some strip joint. But that is true. Yes. But could you imagine saying like that strippers are sleazy now in 2022? Like you can't say anything Uh like that. And and I love how she referenced to the Catholic girls too. Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't very nice. Mm -mm. Like what was cat? What was Abby's? point of um you know reference with sleazy catholic girls did abby have a beef with the catholic school down the street probably maybe but we know that she's gonna have a beef with you in high school coming up i know yes sir and uh she doesn't care what we say it's her studio her company and they need something cutting edge and then she goes on in like her narration part and she says I have two minutes to convey my message to the audience. When the music starts, the judges need to know what the piece is about. So I don't have time to explain it's explain it all. Like Leslie's explaining it. I want the costumes to be over the top in your face. I get what you mean. That's all there is to it. Did you get that from these? No, I was, I was just going to say, I think I would get the vision that Leslie said. Yeah. Like if I looked at that really quickly and just like was like, what is your opinion of this costume? I would have thought sleazy schoolgirl. Schoolgirl. Yeah. Not bully. Not a bully. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was just like, I don't get that. And honestly, it gets worse as the seasons go on and Abby gets cheaper with the costumes, but there have been plenty of times our costumes haven't conveyed a message. They're just yeah. like a costume. Yeah. Or, or they're bought from the streets of New York. Didn't you have a costume once that you pulled a tag off and it was like $3.99 or something? Yeah, it was for Gabriel's. Yeah. Like Gabriel's. I think it was $1.99. Yeah. Maybe was she, was like, shopping for their, uh, she was shopping for their thong Christmas presents and picked yeah, up. Yeah, that's where she used to get those too. Yeah. She used to buy their little bras there all the time too that we stoned. All the time. 
Yeah. Oh, she loved a Gabe's moment. Loved yeah. it. All right. So now we go to season one. Actually, we're going to get, we're going to get a bunch. So there's a bunch of montages of Jill giving gifts. Okay. So Kendall is now like part of the ALDC. She replaced Vivi and we are very leery of her because, you know, we know she's studio hopped. You know, we know that she speaks in a 900 number of voice. <laughs> and, uh, so the first thing we see is Kendall and Jill giving Abby the Chanel number five on the bus. And my face is just fucking disgusted. I'm How about so me? I'm like, I, then I say in my interview that like, I wanted to die when, I, when she bought Abby a gift and she's like Melissa, another Melissa gift giver. Another gift giver. But it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so true. Uh, and we discussed then, that in the past. Remember, like Gianna didn't want to work with our kids because we didn't buy our good enough Christmas gift. Like, yeah, sorry, I wasn't buying Louis Vuittons for like, yeah, like teacher. Whatever. Mm-hmm, exactly. So next up is the delivery of the infamous bench. And uh, Jill's like, I see how presents go over well with Abby. I hope she appreciates it. And Abby hugs Jill and tells her everyone's going to hate her. And then we see the close-up where it says, to Abby Lee, love Jill and Kendall. But my like, favorite is still us arriving and all of our reactions. Uh, yeah, we're all like, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, for God's sakes. Uh-huh. And we're just disgusted. And uh, Holly's like a bench dedicated to Abby. <laughs> Like I've seen and it and Jill's like, no, it's for the studio. Okay, Jill. Okay. I've never sat on that bench. Have I you? have never either. No. Um, I just want to say to Holly, you said you've seen it all. Holly, I assure you, you've seen it. You nothing. have not. No. <laughs> the thing that irritates me though is Jill, like a couple of episodes ago, told us that if we don't, you know, like to Melissa, that we're not happy because her kids get the privates and all that kind of stuff, but Jill's, and we argue about it to try to get our kids them, but Jill's doing the same thing. She's just trying to buy herself to get the privates. That's the reason she's giving her all these gifts is for Kendall to get privates and special attention. Well, you're doing the same thing. We just are speaking our voice and saying it's not fair and you're buying gifts. Right. Right. But she makes us out to look bad because we're fighting for it. Exactly. She even says exactly what you just said. I think it's the very next clip because that is when she's in the den and she goes, now I have a little surprise for both of you. I know that was- I've been working very hard yeah. and I'm simply dead from the voice. I'm dead right there from the voice. And I was dead from opening up the door and seeing what was in there. Of course. Of course. But then- Brooke had no idea that that happened. She's okay. like, oh my God, what is that? Because I told you, we didn't, we never watched the yeah. episodes and Brooke was in class. So they had no idea that that crap was going on. She almost died when she saw them in there naked together. <laughs> Can you, now listen, I've had a naked massage with you, but we've worn underwear. We had them big undies on. I know. We talk about this all the time. I don't think people understand how big these undies were. They, they, they were, were like, humongous. They were like a sumo wrestler. Yes. They were the size of at least a twin sheet. Like yeah. they were this big. We couldn't even hold them out. I know. I still want to go back there though and get that massage. I think that was the best massage I ever <laughs> had in my life. I was so good. That lady was on me. 
digging her knees into my back. It was the best thing ever. I want to go back there. Jumped up on top of you and you go, is her hair tickling your ass too? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh... New. No. <laughs> she was holding my ass that. through my undies. What are you making? Yeah. yeah. Do we have bread? Yeah, it's in the freezer. But when we walked into the <clears> den <throat> with Jill, I said, Oh, are you getting a private? And she goes, Oh, I wish. So she yeah. was doing the same That's thing. what she was. That's why she was does that stuff to get the privates. I couldn't, I couldn't. Die. And the other thing I noticed this time is I was like, I wonder if they tried to get like a hot dude to rub Abby, like as a little. Absolutely. Yeah. Abby loved a hot dude moment. She loved the stripper. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that stripper. And we didn't mention this the first time we reviewed this scene, but (laughs) when Jill goes, Holly said, what's going on in there? And Jill goes, oh, it's nothing. And Holly opens the door and she goes, doesn't look like nothing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Holly's funny. He is so funny. I don't remember Holly being so funny. Oh my god. Because when we filmed, Holly very rarely spoke. Yes. I think that I think in every episode they took everything she said. Like me and you talked for 24 hours a day for seven days. So they just picked things. I think they took everything Holly said because she really didn't say that much. Half the time in season one, two, she wasn't even there because she was working. Yeah. Yeah. But that was definitely a funny moment. She goes, that doesn't look like nothing. And then of course they show me screaming at Jill, which I just love. And um, then the next clip, I think I am fighting with Abby or I'm fighting with Jill again. And I'm like calling her a diva. And I say, I don't want to buy my way through life. And it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And then I say, if I gave Abby a gift or no, I say I would give Abby a three month trial subscription to Weight Watchers. If I were to give her a gift, it's the gift that we keep on giving. And then Abby, here we go with her opportunities to rip on you and I, as she said, if Jill wants to give me a gift, hey, who am I to stop her? Christy, well, we all know she can't afford to buy gifts. Like, no, Abby, I just don't want to buy you a gift. I don't exactly. like Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Spending and my that, money on something else. On a disco top. How about that? Because you yeah, got another I've, one on in your interview. You always have a disco top on. I have disco tops. To and this one's gift. even cold shouldered. So you're really special this week. Kelly. Cold shoulder and disco. I... I You're was looking good. Fan. And I, Jill was looking good in that zebra top with the, mm, it was like zebra top with pink flower. Pink that flowers. was nice. Yeah. 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 It was a moment in time that can't be replicated. <laughs> then in the one, in her, it was, I don't know if it was her interview or what she had the necklace on. It looked like a dog collar. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Hmm. Oh, all right. So now we're up to clip 17. Oh, oh. And this I is hate when she Holly. says this to Nia. I know. Mia. I know. Holly isn't in pyramid and Abby's really mean to her. And um, then, then that's when Holly tells us she's not going to be at the competition. And she goes on in her interview and she's like, I'm the adult. Nia has no control over what I do. And Abby shouldn't be harsh with Nia because Holly isn't there for pyramid. But no, Abby never is. wants the moms there. She says it every week. We, she don't want us there to, for us to go home. And now that one mom isn't there, she's like, why isn't your mom here? Yeah. She would love to have sent you and me home. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. Anytime she had a dumb errand, she would send us. And we're like, meanwhile, jokes on you. I can't wait to get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Amen. 
So then, oh, then this fight happens. And I, I just remember thinking, and I think we said this when we recap this. I remember thinking when we were hearing this, when Abby's like, she's not that swift about Nia. She needs yeah. somebody to hear the right things down. I was like, holy shit, like season two, the gloves are off and you're going to go like, that is not even a low blow. That is like wrong. I know. Wrong. I know. um, This is just the start of it. Yeah. And Holly's trying to like, you know, and she's like, how dare you? How dare you go there? And Holly's or Abby's like, you think you're above everyone else because you have a doctorate. And Holly says, that's your problem. You're intimidated by me. She's but, like, but she intimidated. says about Holly's above her because she has a doctorate. But meanwhile, she's the one that always says it's my name on the, on the building. And what, so she thinks so she's above all that of us. Bothers Abby, clearly. Yes. Or she obviously. wouldn't bring it up. Exactly. And then just, ugh, just, it's just gross. But when Abby screams bold, I don't think you see it. But remember how she used to get that spit on the side? Ew, yeah. You could see it when she screamed bold. Ew, on the you looked that close at her? It yeah. was a really tight, it was a really tight shot of her. And I just happened to notice it. And I was like, oh my God. So then we see later in the episode, Nia's on the bus, Holly saying goodbye. And then Holly walks out to the car to tell Abby that she's not coming. And um, Holly, or... Abby just winds up the window, totally ignores her. Like how rude. rude. I know. But then she sits there and says how Holly doesn't love her daughter. But we already just seen that because we were talking about Melissa's engagement, Melissa could leave. Mm -hmm. And she was hugging Maddie and telling Melissa, I'll take care of Maddie. But Holly can't leave. No. Holly doesn't love her daughter because she's leaving. And she's winding up the window. Well, what I was going to say about the rude manners is she gets all over everybody all the time about rude manners and she couldn't be more rude. Meanwhile, Holly's standing out there in the snow, for God's sakes, to try to talk to her. And she can't give her the decency of just leaving her window down. Exactly. And to your point, she says she's tired of Holly always having something else to do. It's never about Nia, always about Holly. And I literally wrote, she doesn't want us to be with our kids. What about Melissa when she went with her boyfriend? Does that mean she doesn't love her? She went twice on vacations mm-hmm. and that was fine. And then she leaves because we're talking about her boyfriend. Right. It's okay. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we have the next clip and it is, I think this is like a continue. Yes. This is a continuation of Abby and Holly. So the girls are rehearsing for their Miami dance and Holly just goes into studio. She pops her head in. She asks Abby to speak outside. And this is when Abby's like, well, if I came to your school and walked into your office, uh, you know, you'd be really mad. And it's ridiculous. And I freaking love that. Holly goes, no, it happens all the time. Like completely dismisses her. Yeah. And but remember um, this in a, in a couple of clips <clears throat> down. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's when Abby screams, this is my domain. I'm the principal here. It's my office. And I'm upstairs just rolling my fucking eyes because I can't understand <laughs> it. And yeah. then Holly says what Abby fails to realize is that she doesn't control her. And Abby says she fails to realize anything, which I don't even know what that means. But 
Abby says in her interview, this is where I won't be bossed around in my own studio. She gave me a solo and thought about putting her in the trio, but that's not good enough for Holly. Nothing's ever good enough, but in detention is enough. And that's what Holly and Nia need. I just want to point out that as they go back and they're yelling and she tells Holly to get the hell out, this is when she also tells us about her infamous period talk at school with her dad. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't reshow that. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. But the funny <sighs> thing, you probably didn't catch it because it happened so quickly, is that when she screams, get the hell out, Melissa is completely oblivious on her phone. She's just sitting there. We're all like, <gasps> And Melissa's like just on her phone. And I'm like, oh my God, like we're so just jaded. I don't yeah. know if jaded is the right word. We're just like, okay. Yeah. Um, then Abby says, and I, this is a weird thing too. She goes, I love seeing Holly speechless. Holly, where's your books? Where's your encyclopedia? Where's your dictionary? Come on, think of something to say. Let's go. I'm pretty sure Holly said plenty. I'm sure too. Yeah. Yeah. But again, just... opportunity for them to let Abby try to make Holly look stupid. Yeah. And of course she goes after like Holly's education. Like, where's your books? Where's your dictionary? I agree. Yeah. I don't know. She, she always just tries. Like when I was watching this, I like the little digs mm -hmm. that she said, it's, Every time she makes a dig on somebody, it's something that she's jealous about, about that person. You know, that's actually a really interesting point. And Even with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's like, I don't really? know. I don't know why I got that when I was watching this specific episode. I, don't, I guess because it was just pulling pieces from different episodes. But I was like, every time I watched it, I'm like, well, you know, she says, I don't know. Like, we, we know why would she saying. be talking about Holly's education? What does that right. have to do with anything of Nia's dancing? Well, yeah. And remember, I don't know if I even brought this up on a podcast, but someone somewhere on social media, I have no idea where, but somebody pointed this out to me that uh, somebody posted a picture of Mrs. Miller when she was young mm -hmm. and they said she surprisingly looked like Chloe and Paige, tall, thin, she was long, beautiful. Long. Yeah, she was very pretty. Yeah. And they said, maybe that's why Abby was like mean. Hated our how hated those two. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, that was a weird point that I was like, oh shit. I don't it know. does make sense though. Yeah. It does. She didn't have a great relationship with her mom, regardless of what people saw. I think she says in two of these clips about her mom. If, if she said something like that, oh, yeah. her, my mom would only have to look at me one time and I would know. And then the, another time, in this same episode, she says that her mom would beat her if she yeah. did that or whatever. Couldn't so. count to eight. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me tell you something. I personally, with my kids, if I give them one look, they know too. Oh, uh, my kids know. Yeah. Yes. But I wasn't giving my kids a look because they it, weren't wrong. Exactly. That's exactly like it was the producers the and Abby point. who were wrong, not my children. So when my Correct. children are wrong, I will give them the look and they will know that I'm serious. But I, yes. there was not a moment in this entire filming of Dance Moms that my kids were wrong. Yep. And that was my point. So you had the exact same point because when she said that, I'm like, every mother has a look. Every yeah. mother has a look, but our kids yeah. didn't deserve a look because they were victims of all of this bullshit. 
Yeah. All right. So now we go to number 16. And uh, oh, this is actually funny. Abby's wearing a headband. So Dorit, oh my God. And Abby, that giant, stupid piano, she's sitting right next to it. And I know that she's selling the studio. That dumb piano is for sale. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, it is? Yes. Somebody's going to buy that stupid piano. I don't, did it ever even work? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, you know what? I think I saw John Michael play it one time. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Well, they used it for that piano man dance. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, who the hell's? And they're like, when they showed the piano, somebody sent me a clip of it and they were like, oh, we'll ship. I'm like, you're shipping a piano? Oh my gosh, how could you ship a piano? It's so expensive to move a piano. Yes. Like I've had to move them before. Like we had a baby grand piano and it was, it's very expensive to move it. And then you have to have yes. it all readjusted and everything. So whatever. Exactly. So whoever buys that plan on spending a lot to have it moved. And shipped. Yeah, I don't think you can ship it. I'm like, oh, whatever. All right. So this is one of my favorite moments because you go into this studio. Uh, you couldn't have been less combative. I couldn't have been less like, I have their props. And it was just kind of like, you. it well, was the reason like, that my kids didn't have their props was because I was upstairs stoning her apple. I know. And I didn't, I, we didn't have a hat. The producers were getting us a hat. So Paige didn't even know she had a hat. I know. I'm getting yelled at because I'm doing what I was supposed to do. All right. So you, you walk in and then she yells at you. And then you say that you're like, she didn't even know she had a hat and she ignores you. And she's like, she's 13. You're wasting time. And then you're like, well, you know, do you want me to be a hands-on dance mom or not? And then one of my favorite moments, (laughs) you go, well, because you just told me that her mother doesn't love her. I fucking die every time I hear that. She does. She says it all the time. I know. It's horrible. But then I'm doing stuff for my kids and I'm wrong. So like, what, what is it? Should I I go home and work like Holly or should I bring my kids their props that I had to stone and everything? But it just speaks to the ludicrousness of this show that you so casually say in (laughs) 10 year old, well, you just told me her mother doesn't love her. Nia, I'm sorry, Nia. No, it's, you <sighs> didn't say it. I know I didn't say it. I would never say that. But it is but. just so, it's so insane, but just said in Because such she gets you so aggravated because like, I think I'm doing the right thing by having my props prepared and by bringing it down. If I didn't take it down, she would have been like screaming up the, up the stairs. Hey, dingbat, where's your kids con- or props? You know, Kelly, you so, do know that no matter what you and I did, it was it wrong. was wrong. I oh. know. And then she's like, I had 14 other girls that I wanted. Blah, blah, blah. But when you go throw me out, go ahead, please. Yeah, please, please. please. At this point, I was ready to be thrown out. And yeah, I, it's just getting started. And uh, then she says, you have no, inter- no right to interrupt a class. No one pays that much money. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. So I said about Holly interrupting the class mm-hmm. and you saw her reaction. Mm-hmm. Now I interrupted the class and we saw my reaction. Now keep them in mind. Yeah. And then she, oh yeah. Then she says, Kelly's just dying to get inside that studio. Oh yes. I'm dying. Gets. I'm dying to get in there. Uh, 
no, I would rather shoot myself than get in there. The producers are making me go in there. When she said that, I'm like, I don't know. I was sitting next to Kelly and I'm pretty sure she did not want to go in that studio. I, I think she meant because like I used to dance yeah, and like that, course. but meanwhile, Abby, let me just, I quit. Remember? Because I didn't want to be in your dance studio. Yeah. I went to cheerleading. Yeah. And then Kelly doesn't seem to understand when she interrupts class. It's not just her children. It's not just her tuition. La, la, la. All right. Blah. So not, number 15 is the Joffrey Ballet audition. When the judge, the judge is in there working with the kids. We just saw this episode. Yeah. And then you and Kathy are standing up by the window and uh, you're just kind of leaning on the wall. And that's when Kathy starts ripping on Brooke. And she's like, number 250 was plopping her foot and bringing back. Oh, sorry. That's your child. Your face here. You're like, like it was because so I, I wanted to knock her out because Brooke knows what she's doing. And you're like, what? And yeah. then you're like, Kathy. And she's like, Kathy, is that all you guys can say? And then she keeps screaming, newsflash, newsflash, newsflash. I only said Kathy because I didn't want to argue with her. Yeah. So I was just like, Kathy, like, meaning like, Kathy, stop. Correct. Like, otherwise, if I wasn't at a Joffrey ballet, I probably would have been flipping out on her. Yeah, but she's eating her pizza. So just casually. And Abby's telling her to have a little decorum. And then that's when she's you know, telling me I can't take care of my kid because I'm drunk. Um, and I embarrass myself every time I open my mouth. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you embarrass yourself every time you appear on screen at this point. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when the guy comes out and yells at us. And Abby says she pulled the focus. It was Kathy's mouth, her rudeness, her lack of decorum. Every single child in that room deserved the man's attention. But who got it? Kathy, in a negative way. I was embarrassed, humiliated, and appalled. I recall Abby fighting out in that hallway. Abby was saying just, she she said more than I said. Mm -hmm. As I said that to Kathy and then I stopped and Abby just kept going. And then you came in and Abby still kept going. Right. Right. We were all wrong. We were all wrong for doing that. But she said we embarrassed her, but she was just as much a part of it as we were. Well, she's never held accountable, Cal. I don't know if you knew. Yeah. (laughs) So then we have this little thing that is coming up. It's called the pop quiz pyramid where Abby gets to interject little in like little things about the, like about the cast. So remember when you said that it's all things that she's jealous of? Yeah. Well, what's funny is she goes Kathy's and she goes much younger. And then she goes, husband owns and operates a business next door to candy apples. What does that business sell? Trust me, I don't know. Everybody, I think, knows because Chloe was wearing it. (laughs) Yes, that is the point. But I also think I'm pretty sure Abby would love to have a much younger husband. Uh, Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Are you going to the pool now? Skinny mini? Oh, she's so skinny. He's going to the pool. Skinny. Hey, hi. Skinny. Is everything covered up? Not much. I was going to say. Probably more okay. covered than the dresses I see you post on Instagram, Brooke. Goodbye. My baby's uh, going to the pool without me. I'm oh, we'll, with we'll, you people. We'll finish up so you can go pool. Yes. But wait, what's really funny is the um the multiple choice of what he sells. Bait. It re retread tires. Like uh-huh. we're gonna take them off with that. They were like, what is the dumbest shit we could put in this yeah. clip? Comic books and then beef jerky. And uh, I wrote Kelly's fave. 
I know. All right. So then up next is the stupid, stupid beef jerky. I'm showing you guys the commercial in the dressing room. And that um, commercial was hysterical. Hysterical. Because uh, no one jerks it like Tommy. <laughs> I Who? I can't. Like, who? Ah! Hilarious. Did you notice, though, that Abby was picking her teeth or licking her teeth? She's like yeah. really licking her teeth here. Yeah. Cause they always show us picking and licking and, but she always does that when she's nervous or upset mm-hmm. and she was probably upset because they were making this part so big. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't like when the focus wasn't on her and her studio. Oh yeah. But oh, I didn't yeah. notice her licking her lips, but yeah. Um, or her teeth, but that's when she always used to do that. Yep. Yep. And then you scream, she's a piece of meat. Do you think Kathy had Chloe um, come to like humiliate her? And Abby's like, absolutely. And Abby's like, oh, that's a sneaky move. But let me tell you, Abby loved that Chloe was humiliated. Oh, absolutely. But you know what I thought was weird? Every single episode that Kathy's in, you're fighting with Kathy at yes. this point. Either you or Jill are fighting with her. Yes. But you come to her studio and I think in that little clip that they showed three times, she was like hugging and kissing Chloe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, like last week you hated her guts. And she was like, you know, she hated both of you. And now this week, because you're doing something for her, you like her and you're kissing her. I don't think I hugged her. I think she hugged Chloe. But I will say this, I, I, and I, I will be the first to say this, because there's a pretty major Kathy moment way later that um, I will definitely talk about. Kathy was always nice to Chloe. Like yeah. she was nice I didn't to Chloe. I think she was really mean to any of the kids no. off the camera. No, I that's mean, like when she mean. took that costume and stuff from Brooke, I mean, I think that was just, oh, I'm for sure me, I don't think she really had a, any problems with any of our kids. No. And I don't, we didn't have any problems with any of her students. So no, no, no. But I def- I mean, she definitely did hug her, but I did think, uh, here's one thing I want to point out in Abby's interview. She says, Kathy strikes again. She solicits one of my best dancers. There you go. I was like, what? And then humiliates the child and I'm stupid enough to let it happen. Blah. Um, and then, uh, uh, oh, Abby and I argue because Abby's like, if her manager was there, this wouldn't have happened. And she said she wouldn't have been a piece of meat. She's the star. And then I'm like, well, you're her dance teacher, not her manager. Because okay. I would but never let Can you remember her. that that is another reason why Abby hated us so much? Because she wanted to be all of the kids' managers. And you and I were like, absolutely not. And that's what started a lot of the hatred was because we were adamant that we were not going to have her be our kids' no. manager. Because first of all, if she's managing us, and let's say like Melissa's letting her manage her kids, she's never going to look out for our kids' best interests. Exactly. Ever. But we saw how sh- nice she is to our kids. If you treat our kids that way, why would we have you be our kids' manager? I mean, we would be stupid if we did that. But she wanted to manage because she knew that the kids were starting to like get offers. She wanted the 10%. Yeah. And we were like, absolutely not. We're going to get like a real manager. Yeah. In in like LA. Yeah. Um, I'm laughing at Morgan. Like, I, it, well, she's looking for Brooke. Oh, that's my steps. So she's looking over my chair, over the steps, looking for where Brooke went. Brookie's at <laughs> the pool, Morgan. She's bye-bye. Aww. Go lay down, Morgan. See, when I film in my room, I lock her outside. So I'm just kind of all discombobulated with my kids here. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. 
Um, okay, so then number 14 is this is when we're all dressed in red. And just notice when we first walk into the room, we do see Paige in her cowboy outfit. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that a costume, actually. That was a, one of her nicer costumes. Yeah, I wonder if that uh, dance is anywhere online. I'd like to I see. I don't know. I, would, I don't even remember what it was like. I don't either. Yeah. She didn't uh, have her cowboy hat on, though. Yeah. That was yeah. cute. So then Abby and Kathy start fighting and I just want to punch myself because I like interject to stand up for Abby as if Abby would ever stand up for me, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to stand up for well, Abby. You see, whenever she talks about your nose and stuff, Abby's yeah. like smirking. So well, Abby like, does- you just stuck up for Abby. So why, when she was getting on you, why didn't Abby stick up for you? Did you hear what Abby said when Kathy said that? No. She goes, oh, I've been wanting to say that. You can hear her very faintly saying that in the background. Really? I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, she said it. And I'm like, here I am sticking up for Abby. And she's such a, hmm, she's such a bitch. And then that's when, you know, you start seeing me calling her grandma. And then Abby or Kathy's like, all you can do is complain about Abby. And then she's like, you need to take your cheap dress and mosey on out. And that's, uh, my dress is not cheap. It's Ralph Lauren there, honey. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, and then I highly doubt it. And I say, go back to junior high grandma. And then there it comes uh be gone, which you have no powers here. And Abby says, wow, I'm just seeing, oh, I think I'm seeing red. I just wish Christy would act like a lady and quit going after Kathy. Obviously she's a bitter old snot. It's not going to get any better. Kathy's jealous. Let's move on. No fighting ladies. I love it. I just need to act like a lady. Yeah, but you were sticking up for her. I know, I know. And also Abby's like, Kathy's just jealous. I said this last week. I said, I think calling people jealous like that and not when you said everything that Abby makes fun of, she's jealous. But I think just like, like when Melissa's going to talk about us talking about her engagement and she's like, you're just jealous. Like, I think it's such a cop-out. Like, you don't have yeah. anything else to say. So you're like, you're just jealous. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. no I'm, I have a point. I'm not jealous. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 13 is, uh, even though we won first place, you know, she says that the dance was sloppy. And then she was like ripping on the girls. She's like, Brooke, you're too old to be cute. Nia, you're not even dancing. Okay. Pointing out, you choreograph the dance. You put Exactly. <laughs> Okay. So Brooke's sitting there like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know? Because if I wasn't cute in the dance, then you'd be mad that I wasn't cute. And then, uh, then you say very accurately, we learn a new number every three days while no one else does that. And um, Abby's like, why am I the only one to get aggravated? And you say it's the only one because it doesn't have a child. She said, no, but I had a mother and a father. And if they looked at me one time, I knew one look. Then she says that, oh, she's, she's yelling out the dance schedule, telling yeah, me that my right. kids have to be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 430 to 930. Christy, we were there. Every, we were there. We were there. Every day filming. Like we were there. I mean, I, I don't know. know. I, I don't think we went. I think we had off on Mondays. Yeah. And the kids had dance class. Yeah. 
So I I don't know what that whole thing was about. They kind of picked and chose what they, because this whole argument wasn't about anything that they showed. So no, but she does say uh, the dance wasn't good. And most parents value her opinion over that of the judges. I think what she was saying is even though it won, it wasn't good, but remember just this past episode or two, Holly was like, can you give me a feedback? And she's like, yeah. Feedback, get the judges tapes. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So It's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today 
and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. Listen to those. Yeah. You just said my feedback's more valuable than the judges. Yep. And then you're like, but but she won't give us any feedback. So how is Nia supposed to get better if you don't tell her what she did? Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not saying in pyramid of her being like, oh, Nia, you sucked. You didn't point your feet. Like she could have took Nia aside and said, Nia, when you do this, you know, do this with your leg or do this with your arm or whatever. I think that's what Holly wanted. Of course. But Abby's telling her, get the judges uh, tapes. But now she's saying we value her opinion more. We can't get it. Then she's like, I don't have to pay on time. I'm Kelly Highland. I've been dancing for 30 years. And you correct her and you say, for the past 10 years, you pay in full. And then Abby says, you're the reason she no longer accepts Discover. Are you kidding me? I can't. You pay in full on Discover. Every single year at the first day of dance, I paid in full. I know. For the entire year. I know because you got like a 3% discount, not even. Yeah. 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 But then I just didn't like taking in and having to stand at that front desk and have to pay. I would rather just do it once and be done. So I don't have to see all them people at the front desk. Yeah. I don't want to stand at that desk either. And then she tells you to get a job. Mind you, Holly has a job. She sucks. Doesn't love Nia. And then that's when you say, oh, don't go there. You whore. You are a whore. And then you take a giant swig out of a coffee cup. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't you have needed it after that fight, yeah. after that conversation. It was not about the Discover Bill, people. No. It was about my mother. Yes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Kelly, have you ever felt this way? Absolutely. <laughs> How about you? Uh, yes. And I every time I watch the show, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. And working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself. Yeah, because you feel empowered and like you're you prepared to take everything that life throws at you. Exactly. I have learned so much through therapy and things like positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. Boundaries are a great thing. And like you said, it does empower you to feel like you are the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. Um, it's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com bar today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. B-A-R-R-E. Your mother could not have been a more just the sweetest, kindest. It, there was not a person in the world that didn't like my mother. So. And she, she only didn't like your mother after she started catering for the show and might have made a dollar from it. Yeah. I and mean, she sure as hell didn't mind eating her cookies for the past 30 years. Ex- oh, my God. That my mom used to bring her trays of every year. There was a shot, I don't think it ever aired, but I walked in on it uh, at the dance recital. I think it was the first season where she was standing alone in the dark theater 
And I remember, I don't remember who was filming it, one of the cameramen, and I like could see the shot, you know how you could see it in yeah. the screen? Yeah. And it was a wide shot of the empty theater and Abby just standing there eating cookie after cookie. Yeah, because my mom used to send mom. trays of cookies to the recitals every year. Yes. Even before the show. She did Oh, yeah. That. God, I miss your mom's cookie. Oh, I, I miss know. your cupcakes. I know. Aww. All right. So then we have number 12. And oh, God, this is. This is when our kids were getting screamed at for not remembering a dance that they didn't really rehearse. And um, you can see we're like down the hallway by the bathroom. The kids are crying uh, and she's screaming. They need to go home before somebody gets hurt. I wonder, too, if Abby was saying that to a producer. Honestly, she could have said that. Yeah. Uh, But then she said, girls, I don't need the tears. You're 9, 10 and 11. And then I scream. You're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she says, every kid makes mistakes, but the moms are enabling their children to make mistakes and not own them. I'm pretty certain that Abby does not own any of her mistakes. mistakes. So where's her mom to tell her? Then we're in the den, you're packing up and you go, my daughter was at the top of the pyramid and she's leaving the studio crying. This is why I say, fuck the pyramid. (laughs) I hate that pyramid. And I promise you, somebody asked you to say something about the top of the pyramid. Would you have ever said, my daughter was at the top? Is at the top of the pyramid? pyramid. Yeah. Because you know me, I could have cared less about that stupid pyramid. I hate, I don't, did anybody care about that pyramid? I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I I never cared about that pyramid. And uh, so Abby's like, what are all the tears over? And I'm surprised that she doesn't understand. I said, because you're screaming in little kids' faces and she gets little kids' faces. God, didn't you want to just smack her? Yeah, because then. Yeah, I should have smacked her earlier. Like, I should have smacked her now. I could have got out of two seasons of filming. Exactly. Because then she turns and it looks like she's screaming at me, but she's actually screaming at one of the girls to grow up. She's screaming at the kids to grow up. And that's yeah. when I said, you grow up. And um, I know she screamed at one of the kids because she wouldn't have said that to us. That wasn't her MO. She would always turn to the kids. And yeah. uh, then in Melissa's interview, she's like, Abby's the best. The girls yeah. are being taught what they need to correct. The moms need to get a grip. Um, and then we go on to fight. I tell her, you know, I made Chloe. And I said, you know what? I we love when you say, oh, did you carry her for nine months? Yeah, exactly. I said that to Clara the other day. She was in New Orleans and she was being like a little shit. And I was like, how dare you? I was like joking. I said, um, I go, I said, you lived inside of me for nine months. And <laughs> there was no other housing option available. <laughs> then she, right, called Clara. Me, she goes, section eight housing. <laughs> she called me low income housing. <laughs> She's a little ass. Ah, Mark busted out laughing. That and- was pretty funny. We can't laugh at her because then she just keeps going. She said Section 8 housing. I'm that's like, funny. She's a, she's an ass. Well, that's funny. Yeah. Um. So then Abby's at the front desk and she said, this is when she says, well, my mother would have come in and beat my butt if I couldn't count to eight. She would have been mortified. And then she calls me, I'm sure, white trash. I didn't sign up for this. We um, didn't sign up for this either. Exactly. That was so- my note. 
I didn't there we go. Like we didn't sign up for any of this. No. Then we get another quiz. What is Abby's beloved dog's name? Here, the options are so stupid. Okay, no, wait a minute. We're sitting here. I'm watching this with Brooke, okay? And her boyfriend was sitting there. And they show the little picture of Broadway Baby. And he's like, ew! <laughs> I'm like, oh, you've never seen Broadway Baby. She needs a face wash. <laughs> How do you not know? He was like, ew! I'm like, yeah, that's her dog. It that's was so funny, funny just to see his response because he had never seen that dog before. Yeah. yeah. Pirouette, Dancing Dolly, or Broadway Baby? Yes. Brooke was like, what is Dancing Dolly? Like, where did they come up with that name? People with literally no imagination. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And next up, they show Broadway Baby uh, and Abby pushing the stroller in. And she's like, oh, it's great when we're at home. You know, I get to spend more time with Broadway baby. I wanted to point out, even though she's spending more time with her, she still hasn't cleaned her face. Yeah. Like she's too busy taking her to Wendy's for breakfast. How about (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, they're always thrilled to see the ALDC. I mean, come on. It's the Abby Lee dance company. Not to mention she's best friends with the owner. Yeah. They give a big hug there. Uh, yeah. And then, um, you know, she's still pushing the doll and that's what, or well, the doll, the Kathy dog. says about her pushing the dog in a stroller. Cause she doesn't have a baby. I thought that was pretty funny. Very funny. Absolutely. All right. Number 11. Oh, this is me. Ugh. Okay. So she's in the room and she's like, it's my name, not my reputation, not yours. And I say, it's their names too. Leslie actually agreed with me. I know. Yeah. She agrees with me. And I said, you keep saying it's only you, but they're the ones on stage. And she's like, right, Christy, they're Abby Lee's kids. And I just keep going in like, it is, it's them. And then the kids are leaving the room. And then Abby whispers to Chloe, she destroys you. And I say, stop saying that to my daughter. Like, stop saying that like she's trying to make my daughter like pit my turn her against you yeah yeah and then she tells me to be a role model but my response to that is is it a role model to try to pit a child against their mother parent yeah that's not very role model s i agree and i say that she's the worst role model out there and here she gets here she goes are you ready well that's christy for you she's marketing her child Every person on the show was marketing their child. Yeah. Yeah. But this is her being a little bit bitter and jealous because I don't let her be her manager. Yeah. And she thinks Chloe is going to become a star from going to dance competitions. Uh, This is the ALDC on display. It's my name and my reputation. That's what you signed up for, Christy. You signed a contract with the show yeah we signed a contract with lifetime and collins avenue not abby lee miller yeah and if you don't want to do it again next year but then by all means don't sign up again but we had to stay for six seasons correct but you know but again that's her way to say like to make it seem like we are just fame whores like we're just yeah. we just want to stay we just want to stay yeah all right, so now we're at your house and you're having a reunion party because Brooke is back. Yay. And then this is when I fight with Melissa. And I'm like, I, I love how you throw everybody out of my house. I, I think you do it in multiple episodes. Every, oh, I like, every, Leslie out. 
Yeah. So you threw Jill and Melissa out today and later uh-huh. you threw Leslie out. Yeah. I don't know why I felt entitled to do that. Yeah, hey, go me. ahead. I don't care. Better maybe, you than me. Maybe I threw him out because I knew you didn't care. But how about Jill? Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're allowing this to happen. Are you, is that how you have a party? I'm like, Jill, like. Mind your business. We're doing a reality show. Like, what am I supposed to do? Tell Christy she shouldn't be doing her job. Uh Uh-huh. How also about Jill and her interview? She's like, I don't think it's Melissa's fault that Abby likes her kids the best. Let's face it. She does. So that's why her kids get the privates or the fact that Melissa schedules them. And the fact that Jill's trying to buy her gifts because that is the other reason that why she likes Abby. Abby likes her. So you're trying to do the exact same thing. Of course, of course, of course. So we keep arguing. I throw them out. um, And they show me very emphatically saying, get out. I am not saying that to Melissa. I'm saying, yeah, I don't. What were you saying that to? Well, the direction I'm looking, when you look at it, I'm looking at that opening over your sink. Like I'm looking yeah. across the counter and that's where the producers the used ca- to stand and the cameraman. So I'm probably saying it to a producer, like, get I didn't out. know if it was the kids, like the kids were coming in and we were telling no. them to get out because we were fighting. No, I wouldn't have said it. I would have said like, get out guys. I wouldn't have been like, get, I was like mean. So I feel like I was probably saying it to a producer. Probably. Yeah. So anyway, I kick everybody out. I go, what did I say? I said, hey, new girl, see yourself out. <laughs> and then, But how um, about again? Melissa just gets up and leaves. Yeah, she gets to leave. Like she doesn't like, and then we have to sit there and fight. And that makes us look stupid. Of course. Like you look bad because you threw her out. I looked bad because You're I hate this. let, yeah, I let that happen at my house, but we were doing it for the reality show and she can just leave. Because it was something negative against her. When it's something negative about us, we can't leave. No. Oh, no. Oh, and also this narration from Abby. Are you fucking kidding me? She's like, I have one comment to make. Did everybody see Christy shove food onto her cracker with her finger and down it without chewing? Woo. That's some pipe hole she has. Okay. Should we talk about Abby's eating etiquette? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> ah, yeah, go ahead. Because I love her McDonald's orders. Yes. First okay. of all, it yes. was like enough for the whole crew. Yes. Also, who brings a can of tomato soup to a Chinese restaurant? Who sneezes in their food with boogies in their eyelashes? Okay. I missed that. I'm so glad I did not have yeah. to see that. Who cried when I had to meet her at the donut shop for that meeting? Yeah. She literally had a fit for about 30 minutes because one of the producers said to me, do you want a donut? And no one offered her a donut. Nobody asked her. She had a temper tantrum over a donut offering for 30 minutes, but she's going to talk about me putting a piece of crap, whatever on my finger. But whoever put that on was a real dick. Oh, please. They do that shit to me all the time. But, but the same thing is like half the time we didn't eat for hours and hours oh and I hours. I mean, this was at night. So we, we started filming in the morning probably and hadn't eaten. And That's why every time they have food, we're shoveling it. I, I have commented on my things. I, all I do is eat because 
That was the only time we got to eat. Yeah, it was on camera. Yeah. Okay. They took us somewhere. I will give her, I should have not put the dip on this cracker with my finger, but at that point I fucking didn't care. Who cares? You know? Yeah. But she didn't talk about me. And I hate that they let her do that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Now we have Runaway Mom. This is the episode we're in pyramid. Kendall's at the bottom of the pyramid and Abby puts her back on probation. And we're actually shocked. I think we were like legitimately. Yeah. Jill's like losing her shit. It's ridiculous. What more do you want from her? I know the way she was screaming. I was like, oh my goodness. I thought she was going to like. No more wire hanger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Jill's pissed. And uh, then that's when Abby starts giving off a list of Kendall's corrections. That is just so rude about a child. Yeah. And, you know, Jill's like, I should be on probation, not Kendall. Abby does agree with that. And Jill's wearing fur if you care to have a drink. And she does say, I don't know why I'm here. You have nothing to say to her. I'm thinking TV show, Jill, but that's just me. And she said, you've had nothing to say to her since we second we got here. And, uh, and then Abby in her interview says she wasn't surprised by Jill's reaction, but she was devastated by Kendall's. She doesn't wake up in the morning to intentionally hurt a child's. Family. Okay. Okay. I, and why do you do it? It's opposite day. Uh-huh. It's opposite day. Yeah. Must be. Mm-hmm. Jill says a lot of studios would love to have Kendall and she's going to one of them. She's not putting up with this crap anymore. And then Abby tells us Jill took Kendall over to candy apples and just rolls her eyes. Okay. Next up we have Leslie and this is us at lunch and Leslie's, excuse me, bitching and bitching and bitching. And I say, well, Abby told Chloe last night that she, I think I have the hiccups, has somebody on speed dial to replace her. And I go on to say, like, that's the kind of stuff that hurts a kid's feelings. Like, it makes them feel terrible. She said it to Brooke. She says it to Chloe. She says it to all the kids. Like, everyone's replaceable. And it's hard to, like, feel valued and want to, like, dance well for someone who keeps saying. Yeah, it's like, why should I do good for you when you don't appreciate it? Like, I'm here every single day, every second that I'm not at school. And nothing's ever good enough. Yeah. And, of course, Leslie's, like... Mm -hmm. Abby's only trying to motivate her. And I'm like, that's not motivating. And then she's like, well, why do you keep bringing her back to the ALDC? You know, shut up and take it or find a new studio. And then she says, I say our situations are different because our situations were different. I was under contract. Exactly. Exactly. I was under contract. But then by saying, you know, that makes Leslie question my parenting. I can't stand that that kind of stuff always made it into the cut because then people watching were like, well, yeah, why didn't you I leave? Like yeah. Yeah. If you don't like it, leave. I, I used to get that question all the time when I would I see fans. It would be like, if she's so horrible, why don't you leave? And you're like, like you can't. Uh, yeah. She, you can't. And then Abby says, well, I think Leslie's right. She's right on the money. Put up or shut up. If you're going to cry, go somewhere else. I'm pretty sure Abby's going to cry in this episode. So mm-hmm. keep that mind. All right. Yep. Number seven. Um, oh, okay. At, this is when Kathy is giving the direction. She's directing the commercial. She's wearing a fur blazer. Yeah, I, I saw that. Finds a fur blazer. <laughs> Drink fur. Drink. 
I'm out of that. So here I'll drink. I, I have a truly here from last night. I hope there's not a bug in it. Ew. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So, oh my God. So she's working with Rack. Okay. Rack I is love awesome. him. I loved Rack too. He was so funny. That voice. His voice is so cool. Like mm-hmm. he needed to be like on radio or something. Or he needed to be like a Simpsons character. Yeah. Something. Something. So she's giving him all kinds of instructions and she's like, well, hurry, chop, chop. Time is money. Money is time. And he's like, wow. Okay. Because <laughs> the cameramen weren't used to like being talked to. like Being that. bossed around by yeah. the uh, cast members. And then we come in, Kathy greets us with a, with a hug, like you say. And I'm like, oh, I hope I did the right thing. Oh, clearly I didn't. Then... <laughs> Kathy presents us with the beef jerky and Kathy says when she's done, she can eat all of the meat and I should have just given it to you. You should have. I would have liked it. Just out. I won't have the piece that was on Chloe's crotch. I cannot believe they put a triangular piece on I her. I know. Do you think that was on purpose? Yes. You know, or do you think the they just like, yeah. Teresa. Oh, Teresa. A hundred percent. Teresa Teresa's that. bad. Yes. Yeah. She put that. She I didn't know that's who made it. Yes. She used to say to our girls, less like molasses, more like my period flow. They were like, (laughs) she She was crazy. You got to love her. I did love Teresa, but she made that meat costume. So I promise you, she put that triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kathy tells us, hurry up. I'm on a tight schedule. I certainly wouldn't want to have to deduct this from Chloe's pay. I just want to point out Chloe did not get paid. And then, um, I say, Chloe is horrified. She doesn't want to be a dancing little snossage. And, uh, Chloe walks out of the room and I just want you to say, Chloe still to this day is traumatized by this meat. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. Another pop quiz. Ugh. This is one of those bullshit ones. Who owes Abby the most money? Kelly, Christy, Holly or Melissa. And she goes, Oh, of course, Christy. I did not owe that woman a dollar. Uh, me either. At that point, a dollar. And she constantly said on TV that I owe well, her money. Well, just this last one, she was saying that that's what I'm the reason she doesn't take Discover. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, that so pissed me off when I remember being pissed off when I saw that live. I was like, uh, yeah, how about my how about my quiz? Oh, well, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're back to episode one with the headpiece falling off. And um, you know, we're fighting in the hallway, and I'm like, it came forward. What did you want me to do? And she's like, You're in the bar getting a drink, and the headpiece is falling off. Again, I want to point out Abby was in charge of Chloe at that point. And I say, it came forward, it didn't fall on the stage. And I said, Chloe was fine. She's fine. It's my number. It's my name. And I say, it'll never happen again. It better not. And I walk away. And then that's when Abby turns around and say, you pay your bills late. And I'm like, you just get to say shit that they put on TV. Just keep in mind about Chloe's headband, because there's all kinds of costume malfunctions that'll come up. And some people are heroes and other people are assholes. Yeah. We have one on this thing. We do on this episode when Peyton messes up and it was, well, oh. it wasn't really a costume, but Maddie's ponytails weren't correct. Yeah. That's and Peyton gets in trouble for it. Not Maddie. 
Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So now Leslie, they, they open, we're in the dressing room. I think the girls had just finished a dance. Yeah, this is exactly it. And Leslie's mm -hmm. like, what do you think your critique is going to be, Peyton? Do you think you're better than Kendall? And Peyton's like, sure. You know, I thought I did better than Kendall too. I think you'll be getting that sweatsuit. I'm like, <laughs> so like villain. This is such villain yeah. behavior. Then here, Abby comes in and she accuses Peyton of screwing up the entire dance with a sign. And Leslie says, it's Melissa's fault. And they showed Abby both two times telling Melissa, make sure those pigtails are up high yeah. enough. And Leslie's like, well, her pigtails aren't high enough. And she is telling her it wasn't Melissa's fault. No, Why of course not. But there's, yeah, uh, I get so aggravated. No, I just get so aggravated because yeah, it, and it's then, just it, it, like if that was us, it would have been ridiculous. Oh, of course, of course. She probably would have grabbed a pair of scissors and lobbed off a cut pony. her hair off. Yeah. yeah. Now you'll never need a pony again. You have a whatever. Yep. GI Jane haircut. Yep. So they keep fighting. Abby gives Peyton critique. She's like, you never crossed your thighs once in that suit new. And then she goes, what did you think? And Peyton says, I thought it was I was better than most of the people all around. And there is footage, all kinds of people pointed out when we recap this episode, that there is footage that Peyton said that a producer had her say that. I don't oh, know. Really? That. She's out there saying, like, she's put it out there to producer had her say that. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Because it was kind of like in the situation that there wasn't yeah, how a would break or producers in there. I don't know. Unless they told yeah. her before we started this scene. Sure. Sure. They could have tell, told Abby, ask her how she thinks she did. Yeah. But then Abby's like, oh, oh, and she's like, that's really cocky. And um, then later, Holly tells Leslie, because Abby's out of the dressing room, I think at this point, that um, Abby's mad at Peyton because of her comment. And Holly also says, I interpreted it the same way that Abby did. And then Leslie's like, well, she apologized. Why is she bringing it up? And Holly says she wasn't finished speaking. And Leslie interrupts again to say she interrupted Holly the first time because she's pissed. And then she turns to me like, how did I get involved? She's like, so you don't accept apologies from a 14 year old? And I said, I did accept her apology. And then she said, then don't have this conversation with me. And then um, we say that you're just enabling her bad behavior. And she tells us that we just couldn't handle being shut down. I'm like, did she shut us down? Oh, yeah, I what were we shut down we, on? Yeah. We're never shut down because we just yeah. keep been pecking like yeah. a, like a <laughs> pecker. Um, and then Abby comes in. She's like, ladies, I'm standing outside with a dance teacher that's a friend of mine. And I can hear every word you're saying. Abby tells Leslie, Peyton has a smart mouth. You need to dig your fingernails into her back and tell her to shut her mouth. Jesus. Uh, who would dig their fingernails into your child's back? No one. No one at all. And then Peyton's starting to cry, which is terrible. And Leslie asks if her comment's going to cost her a spot on the team. Abby says yes. And she tells Abby, shame on her. <laughs> I hope you feel better laying with your head on your pillow. And she's like, don't shame on me. And then Leslie says, you're going to kick her off to the curb. And I'm like, holy shit. 1990 wants their phrase back, <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> wow. And hey, you know, we're sitting here going over this and something we said, like clicked in my mind that we've said before, you know, we filmed this episode already. Yeah. Abby's most outrageous moments on September 12th. 
2022. It's Christy Kelly's humiliation reunion. Are you sure? Yeah, it was another one. They just used something. They must have reused something because I something clicked in my brain and I'm like, I'm going to go on and see if we did this one. And it says the same thing. Yeah, no, it was a different, um, it was like from season one. This was the Okay, I just didn't want to redo one. No. Then, you know, Abby tells Leslie, you know, I found Peyton a spot in the dance. And she's like, that would have been Chloe's spot. And I'm like, oh, to be the bully. Okay, of course. Um, (laughs) But honestly, she tried to make, Nia be the bully and Holly said no Holly said no yeah yeah and then you know it just goes on and on and on and then Leslie tells us well you're not gonna have to put up with me much longer I'll be gone and then Abby tells us in her little like aside Leslie don't encourage Peyton she doesn't need encouragement to speak her mind she already did and she put her foot right in her mouth next time just make sure that foot's pointed what is pointed is she ridiculous it's so ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Melissa's engagement. So Holly brings up, you know, I say, why aren't you wearing your engagement ring? Holly says, okay. I want to put hers on. I, yeah. I just have to say the outfit Holly has on. Remember that one episode? And I said, Holly had that green, like shiny jacket on. And I made it be the worst outfit. And you didn't remember that was it. Ah. That was the green. Ah. All right. So now <laughs> Molly is, like I said, she's telling uh, us, or uh, actually she's telling Melissa once she put her engagement ring on, she never took it off. Melissa's just sitting there quietly. Then she's like, do your girls notice anything? You know, she's still quietly. And then all of a sudden she grabs her keys and she's leaving. And in her interview, this is where she says, the moms are nosy because they're jealous she's happy in her life and we should worry about her own children and she'll worry about hers. I'm not jealous. Me I promise. Me I promise. I'm not jealous of like you being engaged to Greg. Not at all. And so she runs down the stairs and she's like, I'm not going this weekend. And then she, that's when she goes into the studio with Abby and she's like, I'm not going this weekend. My kids and I are leaving. We're not going. Maddie's crying. Melissa tells Melissa says, motherfucker. And she tells Mackenzie they're not going. I'd like to point out that, like, I said shit in front of the kids earlier in this episode. And Abby's like, oh, and Melissa's screaming motherfucker in the studio. Not even a blink. Um, Well, Abby's wearing a headband. uh, I would like to point out that um, when I went into the studio, I was very calm. And I wasn't, I was just setting the things down. And I got in trouble. And so did Holly. But Melissa's not getting in trouble. No, no, never. She's never getting in trouble. Never, 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 never. They're hugging. And then she goes to Abby. She goes, Abby, tell them like to stop. She's like telling her, tell them, tell them. And um, well, she was meaning the producers. They're not us. I, I know, but it looks as though it's us. She's telling also, us, yeah. Even if it's the producers, would you ever be like, Abby, tell them I, to leave me alone? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, because she would be like, no, let's do it some more. Exactly. <laughs> and then here comes my favorite Abby nar- narration. Well, there's two. This is one of them. <clears throat> Melissa is the lady of the group. She's the one I can count on to be a role model and an example, just like Maddie is. When she starts using foul language and upsetting her kids, it's like she was peer pressured into it. Melissa. 
What are you thinking? You're above these women. You want, you want to go? Well, uh, no, <laughs> you go. Okay. So she's pushing a narrative, obviously. Melissa's the lady. We're the trash heaps. I love that when Melissa says motherfucker, it's our fault. Yeah. I love. I, I just think it all goes back to the whole attorney thing. You think? Or do you think Abby's just one no, of that, that, That's well. why Melissa does that. That's why they make it look us look bad. They can't make her look bad because of the whole hired attorney thing. Yeah. But I also think that Abby didn't want Melissa to look bad. So no, she, absolutely not. No. Right. So she's protecting her being like, Melissa's the lady of the group. And look, I'm not going to sit here and get in the weeds, but I can tell you quite a few things I know about Melissa that aren't very ladylike. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, ew, I don't know about that one, but okay. Um, so you're pushing that narrative again. All right. So, oh boy, this is when Brooke goes off to the, so number four, Brooke goes off to, I think this is when, oh yeah, she's going to go for cheerleading. Yeah. Yeah. And so Abby calls you down (laughs) and asks you what's going on with Brooke and you're very calm and you're like, I'm just going to let you know, Brooke won't be at the competition. And we're all sort of like, dun, 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 you know, watching uh, you, I have wrote on my notes, like you guys are hysterical. You're all up there, like looking and listening. <laughs> like, what is she, what is Abby going to do? Oh, because you think for one minute, we didn't know what shit was about to go down. Oh yeah. You don't think I, I did? I was like, damn, if this fight's big enough, I'm off the hook for the rest of the week. Exactly. Meanwhile, my daughter didn't even try out for cheerleading. I know. That's what sucks. Like I had to do this humongous fight and be tortured. And my daughter didn't even want to do cheerleading. Yeah. And then here we have, so she's out. You're letting a 13 year old kid dictate my future and the group's future. Now, hold on a second. When you took the props in, she's like, she's 13. She can do things on her own. When you came in later, she's 13. She can take a taxi. She's 13, but she's like, she's 13, a 13 year old kid. She should open her mouth and said, let somebody else be on top of the pyramid this week. That's a mature 13 year old, not screwing everybody and stabbing them in the back. And you said, I don't think she's screwing any of them. And then Abby tells us that she's screwing it. She can feel she it. She can feel it. Does she know? Does she know, Cal? I don't know. Mm. Don't know. But it wasn't me and Brooke that were screwing the people. It was the producers. Yeah. And also, uh, also, I just want to say, I think I said that joke last time I did this. What? (laughs) Said, how does she know what it feels like to be screwed? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think I said it, but I'm just saying again, because, you know, I only have a few jokes. (laughs) Okay. So what is number three? Number three. Oh no, Abby, in her narration, what are you teaching your child? Are contracts meant to be broken, Kelly? You make a commitment to a group, you sign a contract. Where is the parent to back this up? Brooke is 13 years old. She's the leader. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, I did sign a contract with the television show. That's why I'm doing this because that's what they told me to do. I'm not breaking my contract. And then she says she's the leader of the group. Uh, hello. I thought that was Maddie. 
She just said it in the last I thought one. that was Maddie. Yeah. He's the role model and example yeah. like Maddie is about Melissa. Yeah. Oh, I know. So, okay. Why couldn't Brooke open her mouth and tell me herself? Because she's terrified. Because at that point of pyramid, I don't think we knew we were going to go away. I don't. And I, Brooke is scared. But I don't think we knew at that point that they were going to have her go to cheerleading. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know why? Because <laughs> Kelly speaks for them. She sits her kids on her lap, sticks her hand up their butt and moves their mouth. You know, love that part. She actually, when she did her thing this morning, she, she had me say what they just said, what you just said about the hand up her butt, make her talk. Uh, Wait, when she did what? When Abby says, I stick my hand up my kid's butt and have them talk. Brooke was like, thought that was just hysterical. She's an idiot. Not Brooke. Uh Um, And then she says to Kelly, you know what, Kelly, you were a cheerleader. Where did that get you? I don't know. A little further than it got you, Abby. Yep. So, oh, here we go. Number three is the bee costume. Do you have my bee costume? The ugly bee costume that Vivi wore? Yes, it was her first solo. I gave it to Goodwill. (laughs) I think that was great. I did too. That, that yeah. was like, I'll tell you what, Kathy's quick on the, on the comeback. She's also quick to wear some fur because she was. Yes. Fur. I just um, had a drink, but I, I can't believe like you are like, oh, but that was sentimental. <laughs> why did I like Christy, that? shut the why? fuck up. Why? Shut the fuck up is right. <laughs> like, shut up. Stop talking. <sighs> and then there, here we go into the disco ball. Listen, disco ball. I'm not talking to you today. This is between Abby and I. So you need to pipe down. And then she's going to me disco ball. I do need to fucking shut up. Kathy, you're yeah. right. It's the only time I'm ever going to say Kathy's right. Kathy's right. By the way, Christy, Whoville called and they want your nose back. <laughs> Oh my God, Kathy, listen, when you have a better insult, something that is, I'm not listening to anymore. When you have a better insult, please get out of my face. Oh no, I'll get right in your face. Oh no, you won't disco ball. And I say, bring it, bitch. What? Okay. I love it that you guys are like, get your finger out of my face. That's the, <laughs> that's me. Oh it's my God. When I was watching it, I'm like, oh my God, that happened already. You copy in you and Kathy. I inspired you. Yeah. Only I had to go to jail and you didn't. I didn't. Although Kathy pushed me in this. I could have put yeah, her. So why me. didn't you get in trouble? No, she pushed why me. Why didn't she get in trouble? Remember when she threw the water on Abby? It was like. I wasn't there. I got uh, to see she, that week. Oh my God. It was like the end of the world. But Kathy can push you and it's okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then Kathy, the dog pound is calling. Move along. That's when she pushes me. And then she says, your pay less shoes need to walk out of here. That's kind of funny too. Um, and then she tells, I say, you only care about money. And I say, that's all you talk about because I said, obviously you have a complex about it. And then she pushes my hand away. And then Holly's like, let's go. And I say that she wrapped that icy bony little hand around me. And it was like the (laughs) reaper was holding onto my wrist. (laughs) Move along disco ball. Oh my God. You wish blah, 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 blah. So then Abby's like, I have Christy Lou who talking to the Grim oh Reaper, talking to the disco ball. I don't know if I'm coming or going, but I do know that these women need to stop fighting in front of their children. Let's be a little classier, girls. No fighting. No fighting in front of the kids. Clean up your mouth. Next. How about using the children as pawns? Yeah. That seems not very classy to me. No. Here we mean- have another one of these pyramid things that are just an opportunity to humiliate us. 
Yes. What is Kelly's drink of choice? Okay, well, let me just tell you. And they're wrong. That is not my drink of choice. They if they knew me that I know I like red wine. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like very many drinks. Yeah. You like I do not. Wine? Like I do not like like mixed drinks. I don't I don't like them. I like red wine. So you they were all wrong. The martinis that we made in Abby's house. No. Those were terrible. I don't like many mixed drinks. So no. You do like a pineapple upside down martini. You I do like that. Dirty martini. Yeah, sometimes. You used to drink them all the time. I know. They make me too thirsty. Oh, yeah. They are salty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're back at episode one. We're at the And we're bar. in the bar. Yay. Here, cheers. Yay. We do our best work in the bar. Mm-hmm. So Abby's like, I can't believe these moms are ridiculous. They're in a bar drinking and their kids need to be on stage in 20 minutes. Bad parenting 101. Meanwhile, I think our kids were ready for like four hours before that. They were completely dressed, ready, makeup, hair done, everything. We were in there sitting for hours upon hours upon hours. And I'm quite certain if you think about this, the producers had to go and clear that entire bar before we could shoot the scene. And what I mean, I don't mean like clear it out. They had to clear it to shoot. They had to have, they had to have sign people off. sign. They had to have everybody release forms and stuff. Pump, like sign a release. So it's not like you and I are like, let's go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they make it look like. It looks like we did. We're the drunks at the uh-huh. bar. And then, uh, here comes Abby storming in the door. She asks us if we're good to go before leaving again. And I just roll my eyes at her. And then that's when we leave. And I say, I haven't double fisted since college. That's not true. I double fisted on Bourbon Street this week. Did you? Good girl. I did. Good girl. I am a good girl. I actually think I was double fisted this weekend too. Oh, cheers, twin. Yeah, I had um, a beer and then something else because I didn't like it. So I was drinking a beer to chase down the flavor of the drink because I didn't want to be rude and not drink the drink. Mm. So I used to taste tequila with a beer. Uh, mm. I oh, hate tequila. I yeah. hate tequila too. I don't know why I would ever <laughs> I can't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two is one of my most favorite scenes. For oh, me. Jill and her hat. Jill in her hat. And her cow oh, skirt and oh all and, of and the cold shoulder shirt. Man, she got a lot of going necklaces. on. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got a lot. Piling them on. Oh, you know what I wanted to say? So we all know this fight is all about the costume. They're going back and forth, you know, playing with semantics. Has anybody ever seen this costume? She's like, you haven't seen it, but has anybody seen it? You know, and then you're like, oh, Brooke danced beautifully in a $30 costume. And then she's mad at us for not backing her up. But what I wanted to say is when we did the house tours on Patreon, we did her like, costume was in there. That in costume was in there. And that uh-huh. was at the beginning of season two before this was filmed. So yeah. Yep. Jill, you're busted. Yeah. Well, she did everything she could to make it like that. She didn't wear the costume before. Yeah, everything yeah. but beat around the bush. And then Abby says, "Did she ever wear it on any stage, any competition, anything?" And then Jill's like, "Yes, she wore it before, but you didn't see it. But yeah. before that, she was making it out like it was she never wore it." 
But Abby's like, has anyone in the entire world seen her? (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Jill starts packing up her stuff because she's like, everyone wants you to leave. And you're like, no, we don't want you to leave. We just want you to follow the rules. Yeah, like, yeah, I would like my daughter to wear a $500 costume too. But guess what? I got to follow the rules. So so should you. Absolutely. We already have Melissa. And I've been doing this for a whole season, having to follow the rules. So you just come in and don't want to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow them. Follow them. So then she starts throwing stuff. I'll pack my bags and I'll go home right now. Would that make you happy? And you're like, N- or I'm sorry. Abby said, no, that would not make me happy because that's what I'm doing. I'm sick of this shit. And she's shouting. And that's when she throws that shoe. And I say, Jill's throwing shoes and she's cursing. And all I'm thinking is you are so hard to take seriously wearing that hat. <laughs> And then Abby goes, yeehaw. I mean, come on, Jill. What are you thinking? You're not throwing horseshoes. You're throwing jazz shoes. They're that not going to hurt anybody. That so was kind of cheesy. Yeah. That was cheesy. Yes. Yeah. Somebody told I did her. not like that line. Yeah. And also, I should, what somebody needed to say is, Jill, you seriously missed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would add like a hundred shoes. Yeah, you missed every last one of them. Yeah. And she said, uh, they're not going to hurt anybody, but when you don't follow the rules, you're hurting Kendall. So now we go to the number one most OMG moment. And again, this is where Abby gets the final (laughs) word because she gets to correct her behavior in this scene where we're just mocked in every scene. Exactly. Yeah. So she's like, you know, this is where we get 10th place and Candy Apples gets ninth. And, um, You know, then we see Maddie stopping her dance and running off stage and she's panicking and crying and saying, Abby will freak out. And then Melissa gets up, Abby stays in her seat. And then um, Maddie is begging to dance again. Abby's going to hate her. Then we're in the dressing room. And this is when Holly points out that Abby didn't cry when Nia ran off the stage and forgot her solo. Um, Holly says it's horrific. Abby says, you know, I don't care. And Holly says, yeah, I know. And that's the point. And this is when... Abby stands up and says, come paddle me. Let's just get this over with quicker. Please, and Holly, please. I don't need to see a visual like that. <laughs> Abby's shaking her ass going, paddle, paddle, paddle. And I just can't with any of it. Well, I just laugh because that this is the number one, oh my God, moments. And you know, it's because Abby was shaking her ass saying paddle, paddle, paddle. Because there yeah. were fights that were way worse than this. Probably. I would agree. And Holly's like, they're children. And you, you just cry for whatever reason for one child and not the other, but they all hurt the same. And I said, the kids know. And she says, it's so obvious. And you were very sweet. And this is when you say, why don't you care when other kids forget their dances, but you care for Maddie. And then they show Kathy. I don't think I ever did get an answer to that. No, she just stopped talking. Yeah. I did not get an answer to that. No, because the answer is she doesn't care. Exactly. Whatever. So now Kathy comes in, you know, she's like, we came, we saw, we kicked apples and Abby's crying my entire reputation of dancing ruined, humiliated. And again, she wasn't saying this and calling her Satan. She was talking about Maddie and the producer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She wasn't crying because we got 10th place. No, not crying because Maddie forgot her solo. Correct. So then she goes on to leave and um, we're all like, is she really leaving? I love when she goes, I need a break from all the yelling. Then just be quiet. 
Yeah. Stop picking on the kids and then we won't have to scream. <laughs> yeah. Or you stop yelling. She yeah. yells. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, th- I'm, I literally wrote, what are we doing? Let her go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we can have some peace for a while. Exactly. Go home. No. So she leaves and you're like, well, what should we tell the kids? And you're like, they're fine without me. And I'm like, hell yeah, we're fine. And then she drives off in that horrible minivan or taxi van. And so this is where she gets to say, I am appalled at my own behavior. I have let this woman get to me. That's not why she was crying. She was not the Kathy. Yeah. And she means, I mean, who gets excited over ninth place? But those mothers pushed me to the brink. We did not do a damn thing in this episode. I know. Any of us. No. And she says, things were so out of hand this last dance season. I'm looking forward to a fresh new start. Let the wild behavior again. So I'm out of here. I'm out of here. What's with all the snapping? I know. She's so weird with that snapping. And it's stupid. It doesn't make you cool, Abby. It makes you like, like. Like you're trying too hard or something. <laughs> like, yeah. cool. All right. I actually needed to drink a little bit in this one just because I didn't like that she got to say all that rude shit about us. I know. I didn't like that either. Mm-mm. Like, I hate that. Why, I wonder why we never got to do any of these kind of things. They like asked we, you and I to do one, remember? And she wouldn't allow it. No. You and I came back because they were offering us a really shitty deal for it. And our attorney said, don't do it. He's like, go back and say you want like X, like you want these things. And they were like, no, we'll just have Abby do it. And they had Abby do it instead. They asked uh, you. We should have did it. Hell yeah, we should have did like, it. it. It's terrible how we're so different now. Like how we would do things so different now. I would have. Like I did it for free. Yeah, I've exactly. done it for free just to say the shit that needed to be said. Mm-hmm. Yep. For we sure. should have never listened to our attorney on anything. No, because he was working for the other side. Exactly. Ugh. We should not have listened to the attorney. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, yeah, the things. Ugh. Um, okay. I don't re- I wasn't paying any attention to anybody's outfits because it was I wasn't awesome. either. Yes, yeah. There were way too many, like, because it was so many different things. So we'll see. I mean that. Felonies and misdemeanors, I had 400. I know, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> We're just, we just go directly to jail. <laughs> yeah, nobody's passing go. Just put us in. Like, we, yep. we misbehaved. Yeah, it's bad. All right. Well, I think that's about it for this episode. Yeah. We get to yep. go over to Patreon now and have our after yes. party. Okay. Wait, I tell you what I did on Bourbon Street. Yeah, hey, I can't wait to hear it. You're going to die when you hear this because it's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. Okay. Dumber than my fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys over on Patreon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza hell (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar see you next time see you next time baby i just wanna dance 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 mom deserves better than a drugstore card 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.